Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Sure is time. Round 15 in the books are really getting through this season. Origin tomorrow night. We're going to chat about that. Fan Sports uh, doing some Origin games again this week. Got Peter Hanscom back with us for this week. How are you, mate? Yeah, feeling good now, mate. Thank you very much. Great to be back. I think I might have picked up whatever you got, but I'm, I'm, I'm on the men myself, luckily. <laughs> Ryan MS uh, also with us uh, again this week. How are you, Ryan? Good, mate. I'm very good. Any time uh, the Tigers play the bye, it's a guaranteed two points. The only guaranteed oh. two points we get all year. It's a pretty wonderful <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Uh, and we've also got Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care with us. How are you, Pat? Good, mate. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. I don't like our chances for the origin tomorrow night, but, you know, I'll be turning on regardless. Yeah, yeah, from optimistic. Got to stay somewhat optimistic. Okay. Pretty light on with the injuries at this point anyway, before the origin game, of course. Um I guess there's two teams we want to look at because they're the ones that were hit the hardest in the um, buy round last week. Um, Manly looked like losing Liam Knight. Uh, broke his ankle. He's out for the year. Matt Parcell, we're not really hearing too much. He hasn't been named. Does have a hamstring injury. So, you know, we know that he's unlikely to play this week. Um, we'll try to get more information next week. We've got a bit more about Tom Draborovich. Now, he has been named. Um, but the coach, Trent Barrett, admitted he's, he's going to have surgery at the end of the year and he's basically playing on one leg. So if you've invested in this guy and your super coach team, I mean, what do you expect to get, of him, get out of him? Because last night, he, you know, he, he was essentially a passenger. He still put up decent super coach numbers, but it, it wasn't pretty. Yeah, I guess if he's carrying a... Um... Uh, a painful ankle injury is going to limit his movement and his agility, the stuff that he's normally pretty good at. Um, depends whether it's more of an instability issue, which you can strap up and sort of get on with it, but if it's quite sore and inflamed, and you know, he might not be at his best for the rest of the season. I guess, you know, we're really looking now at the end of the year um, when you're bringing these trades in super coach twice, so I don't, I don't know if you can continue to have him. And round 18, Manly don't play, so I think the earlier the better to move on potentially from him. South Sydney uh, lose COC for Talakai to an ankle injury. We're going to talk about their team changes a bit later on. Um, quite a few in that back line. The other guy who was still named was Kyle Turner. Um, he's got an issue with a hamstring left uh, last Friday night's game early. I guess in that position, not as not not as explosive as Jaborovic, you know, his role. But how how does a how does a hamstring sort of twang or, or strain affect Turner's output to, if he plays uh, this Friday? Um, I've named him. I must be pretty confident. It's not a horrible one. So. Um... He, you know, he could be just getting out there and feeling a bit tentative to start with, but it, um, if it holds up for the first bout, then he'd probably be okay for the rest of the game. So they don't want to name them unless they're pretty confident they're going to get through. Buys for the Eels and the Roosters this week. You may have loaded up on some of those um, players from those teams. So maybe you're sort of stuck with some of these guys like Jabrovich and Turner for, for at least one more week. But um, 
any time these injuries hit at this time of year, you're starting to think, what can I do? Do I have the trades left to move them on? Pat, it's a short one uh, this week injury-wise. Let's hope it remains that way, way post-origin regardless of the winner. But um, sure enough, uh, your services are going to be required uh, again next week, mate. <laughs> no worries. <It's> <laughs> and we'll see you then. Thanks, mate. And, of course, you can go to Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. You can simply go to the website, www.coogeebay.physio. Call them on a Sydney number, 02966596667. And if you visit our website, www.supercoachpros.com, you can get 20% off your first visit. It's not just sporting injuries. Back and neck injuries is, is his specialty. I recommend you go and see him there at Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care, Physio. Pat, thanks once again, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Will do. Thanks, man. Bye. And let's pop straight into the round 15 wrap. Um, Ryan James, the clear uh, number one. Your namesake, Ryan. Ryan James, 123 points. He's just on fire at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Killing it like one of the... I mean, it's pretty obvious to say that, but one of the form form forwards at the moment and doing a great job for the Gold Coast. Yeah, hopefully you listened to us a few weeks back when we suggested uh, he's the guy to, to bring in around Origin out of all those uh, players. He was rated number in well number two or three, I think, and with Origin players, the others. So, Semi Rajraja, um, mainly from that last-minute try, getting his points bumped up to 90 in the same game. Alex Johnston... Um, a bit up and down, really, but still putting up 88 Supercoach points. Good game, uh, Supercoach-wise, at least. Uh, Will Zillman, he at easily his best game for Gold Coast, I think, in two years. Uh, 88 points there. And a guy that um, he has been a bit up and down this year, Pete, but maybe starting to hit some form for the Warriors, Isaac Luke, 81 points. Yeah, yeah an interesting one. Um, yeah, like a few, I was a little bit surprised when he went to the Warriors. We started off pretty, pretty poorly over there. And um, it was on the bench, but uh, but now he's come back and yeah, he played quite well on on Sunday. I think he, he's still got a bit of improvement to go, but yeah, there's real effort there and commitment, which is good to see. And I think he'll only get better from here on. Yep, I, I I can agree. This is certainly that time of year where some of these Warriors players could become very valuable for a few weeks at least. Uh, it's time to move on to uh, fan sports, and of course, if you go to www supercoachpros.com uh, anytime um, check out our fan sports promotions um, we occasionally have these freebies on other times we do these um, we're playing these origin games they put on which is a great opportunity for us to talk origin from a supercoach perspective so let's get straight into it now and look at some of those players that uh, we think will go well um, Ryan I kind of like some of the Queensland outside backs how do you think the game itself is going to go um, you know, they say Suncorp, you know, it's a faster track, will be a higher scorer. Um, there's some decent priced players there um, for the, for Queensland, like Dane Gagai in particular, Justin O'Neill's there as well. Um, do you think they could get amongst the points uh, this time around? Yeah, absolutely. And I do think there will be more points scored um, just because it's game two, um, you know, and game two, and three generally open up a little bit more, um, you know, after the game one, which is a bit of a feel out for each side. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Gagai is, uh, I think one of the one of the top guys that you'd have a look at. Um, 
the other the other guy for Queensland that I think is a um, well, he's a he's a risky um, guy, but Corey Oates, he didn't score very many points first game round, but it is his it is his now his second game. The ball will be thrown around a bit more. He might get a bit more of a chance. Um, he's a little he's a touch more expensive, but I think if you need a point of difference, he could be that guy. Interesting, you meant. Mentioned Corey Oates, Andrew Moldock, Mullen Rowley. I should have mentioned that the head of the show not with us tonight, but he has uh, uh, sent through his prediction Queensland. Uh, unfortunately, in his eyes, like for Queensland to win quite comfortably with Corey Oates first try scorer and to be the main protagonist. So definitely, um, you got some points on your side there. But the other thing. Uh, Interesting about that, Ryan, is, of course, with Dylan Walker named at right centre, I thought they should have gone with Jack Bird, New South Wales. If you have a look at, from a super coach perspective, the stats for the Sharks defending that, that right side, left, the left centre left wingers have really struggled in, in comparison to the overall average. Um, and that's largely due to Jack Bird's defence. Dylan Walker, on the other hand, part of that porous manly defence. And... I'm shocked that Bird's not starting, and maybe it's a Laurie Daly play we, ploy. We always talk about coaches, you know, changing things last minute. We just saw the storm, you know, ridiculously so over over the weekend. Maybe Bird ends up getting that start, and it just takes the pressure off him. I don't know, but surely defensively, he's got to be there. Well, I would have thought so. Um, I actually would have thought so. Um, no disrespect to Dylan Walker, but um, yeah, as you said, Jack Bird seems to be at the very least on on a base level, on a base form level, playing better than him. Um, and as you said, his defence is quite is quite good, and he'll be up against um, a pretty mean motor scooter in um, Inglis. Yeah. Oates-Inglis combo could be nice for fan sports. Pete, how do you think the game turning out, the game script, and how it's going to affect your um, team selections for the fan sports competitions? Yeah, I think that um, basically the Queensland will win. It's it's on their home ground. So, But I think that, yeah, like Ryan said, some of the outside backs for Queensland will be looking good. New South Wales, unfortunately, don't score too many points up there. So in terms of try scoring, I think you're better off predominantly sticking with the Queensland players. Or maybe someone like Mansour might be a good one for New South Wales. That'd be about the only one I'd really touch. Um, some of the forwards that are going to work hard, uh, we know that Josh Jackson's got an 80-minute player. Uh, Gallon's going to go close to 80 minutes. Uh, so we, we shall see. But, yeah, that would be that would be the way I would be going uh, for fan sports for State of Origin. Who's, uh, who's going to win and who's going to score first try? Oh. <sighs> It really hurts me to say, but I think we're going to lose another series, guys. Uh, it's going to be Queensland and, I'd say, Darius coming into the back line. And the, the back line defence won't be able to handle it and he'll score. I guess from my point of view, um, I do think, as Andrew sort of also said, um, Queensland in a bit of a canter. Um, obviously, that gives good value for guys like Dan Gagai. As Ryan mentioned, Corey Oates... Um, Value-wise, I think guys like Sam Dyday and James Tamau could be worth um, populating your team with. I think the choice to go with Jonathan Thurston or Cooper Cronk is going to be a, a real point of difference one, and maybe you end up putting in two teams, one with the expensive Thurston, who could go off, and the other with the um, less expensive Cooper Cronk, who, as we saw in Game 1, ended up getting a similar score, and that just allows you a more expensive uh, player in another position. 
Um, I, I do still like Cameron Smith over Robbie Farrow, even though you're paying extras to get him. Um, and I think up front, if you are to pick a blue, you'd want Paul Gallen. Uh, I think he's the man most likely, fan sports-wise, put up those big numbers, but he is very expensive. So maybe you're looking instead at guys like Matt Scott, uh, Matt Gillette, um, Josh McGuire, trying to populate your team that way. And maybe Josh Papali is another good cheapie to own as well. Go to our website, click on the link, www.supercoachpros.com, get in those fan sport competitions. And we always like the Monday night one too, don't we, Ryan? That's a, that's a fun one to play as well. But, it, I mean, a lot of these are cheap or even free. And, and you know, it's a great community there just to, to enjoy uh, your footy and, and um, you know, the daily legs. Even if you're hit by injuries in your regular Supercoach year, you can still have, have some fun uh, in this time of year. Yeah, exactly right. Um, it's always it's always interesting to see to see what happens, and um, especially if you if you end up um, getting it right and are in it at the end, then it um, it's, it adds a certain edge uh, to the last ten minutes of a game. <laughs> That's right, and uh, sometimes it can work against you when you come eleventh when the top ten uh, receive prize money by half a point. But <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> Players to bring in from the Panthers and the Sharks. They're the two teams, of course, that um, have had both their buys. And, um, Pete, I guess I'll start with you because, you know, obviously Cronulla, you know, the informed team in this competition, um, lots of players to bring in there. But also um, Penrith have got some interesting options as well. Are there any in particular that you're targeting? I think you can certainly have a look at a few there. Like, you've got the, you know, if you're looking for value, maybe uh, young Nathan Cleary has been getting some raps, the young halfback there, uh, son of Ivan, um, and he's held his spot uh, this week after the Penrith uh, comeback against Manly a couple of weeks ago, which I think Carl Andrews is still recovering from. Uh, but apart from that, like, um, you know, Trent Merrin's a good value for a young, a young player, uh, Matagi, I think will get gradually more and more game time as well for, for, the, Pen- uh, for the Panthers also. I'll tell you what, I really like Trent Merrin too. I, I thought he should have been picked for origin uh, form-wise. I thought he would have deserved it. The fact that he wasn't kind of makes him an interesting play now, super coach wise um, as he's got the ability of those origin players, but he won't you know, have that fatigue set in at this time of year. You can see players drop off. We've seen guys in the past, Robbie Farrow, no longer really super coach relevant, but when he was at the peak of his game, um, he'd be one of the best hookers to own until origin or post-origin and he'd fall away. Uh, it can happen and I think with Trent Merrin being fresh and the Panthers who probably lost a lot of games that um, they could have won earlier in the year, so probably their position on the table was a little bit lower than their actual ability, um, so they could really be coming home with a wet sail. The big question mark will be if he still plays out on an edge. Now, he's only really doing that for the first 10, 20 minutes of the game, and then he's moving into the middle third again. But realistically, you want him in that middle third playing you know, 60 to 70 minutes to get those big-time points. I do like him. Nathan Cleary, he is a must-own, really, because he's going to pop so well for you, and you'll get two weeks' worth of it because his big score was the last game played. Um and Sharks players, look, I've already invested in Valentine Holmes. I've already sort of started looking ahead to that to that period. And obviously some of these guys, like Fafita and Gallon, if you don't, if you haven't held them over Origin, are going to be interesting as well, although they don't help you in, in round 18. But uh, Michael Ennis could be another one there at hooker. Um, 
And then it's a question mark about Ben Barber as well, um, because potentially he's going to be a point of difference uh, for you heading home as well. Ryan, what do you make of uh, Panthers and Sharks players or, or, that, or the teams as they've been going in the NRL and which players will you target now heading home for your Supercoach finals? Um, well, look, from the Panthers, I think possibly Tyrone Peachy is a, is a thought. He's playing in the centres. Um, well, he's picked in the centres at the moment, but he does tend to rove a little bit. Um, and he can he can pop up for a few tries here here and here and there, um, which will definitely boost his points in that area. You mentioned Nathan Cleary, obviously. Um, he's definitely one of those guys that you can chuck in there, um, especially if you want to um, you know move on one of your more expensive guys and make you make yourself some money, um, as well as getting the double hit by Cleary also um, bumping up. Now for the Sharks. So Saifeki, um, I think, is not a bad pick yet. He's not as prolific as Valentine Holmes, but he certainly still gets his fair share of ball. Um, and the way the Sharks are going, they're, they're not short on scoring points. Mm. Um, Chad Townsend is a, well, geez, he's a maybe. Um, if you do need that, you know, point of difference in the halves. Um, mentioned Michael Ennis, who I think is almost you'd almost grab him for the rest of the year because of the form he's in. Um, and you obviously have your um, your givens, which are Gallon, Fafita, um, and obviously well, Wade Graham will end up playing as well. Yeah, that's another good one, isn't it? And and it, and it, what it really shows is that we've sort of struggled with, oh, which teams are good buy rounds, all the rest of it. They haven't worked out for us. And finally, we've got two teams that are loaded with you know great super coach options, and they're the right you know teams to have play that you've got uh, players from basically. So it's it's a nice problem to have now. Which guys you're going to bring in? Because there's a lot of good ones that you can own there, and and we're recommending it. We're recommending starting to bring those in from this round. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. You can find us online www.supercoachpros.com or via the iTunes. Go to that website. And you can see the game recaps, very important information there to help you make critical decisions in regards to your trades. And, of course, the previews that will help you, which players you're going to play this weekend, who's going to be captain, uh, help you with your fan sports lineups. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros. Now, remember, with Twitter, if you haven't already followed us, we tweet out before each and every game those last-minute, dreaded last-minute changes so you won't get caught out. Copper Zero at this very important time of year. Let's have a look at the price predictors and the it's a trap now. Um, We've all been talking about him, Nathan Cleary. He is the one designated to rise the highest now. So um, as we said already, a must bring in 71,000. He's uh, predicted to go up. Cameron Munster, we know it's going to happen if he can get on the park, 43,000 there. Kurt Mann's an interesting one because he's got a great matchup this week, 28,000 if it comes up for him after a good game last week. Um, we've already talked about Tavita Pango uh, from the Broncos. He's got another nice bump in him this week, named again off the bench. Suolesi Vunivalu, he's predicted to go up 26,000. Um, he's had good last two weeks. He had a 14 uh, three weeks back. So once that drops off, he's rolling three-round average. That's really going to help him. And playing the Tigers, they're pretty woeful against the outside backs uh, as well. Um, 
And Dylan Walker's in there as well as an interesting one there from Manly. Um, the one guy that's probably a trap is Alex Johnston, I would have to say. I don't know if you you guys agree with me, Ryan, uh, Pete, uh, because he was at fullback. He had that big round. But back on the wing, I'm not sure if, if, if that's going to continue. Yeah, I absolutely think that's a trap because I don't think he's going to do much because I don't think Souths are going to do much. <laughs> so They could be on the way. Yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand, I think. Let's look at those losses. Michael Morgan, admittedly his worst game in the top grade uh, last outing, um, should improve from that, but still um, not uh, still likely to on the downward spiral. Um, Sam Burgess, Pete, to me, it looks like he's still playing with that neck injury. I know we talked about it last week. Um, I just don't know if you can have him um, for the rest of the year. It's a big call, isn't it? I, you know, he's one of the, supposed to be one of the best players in the comp, but just the last few weeks, he just hasn't been the dynamic Sam Burgess we know he can be. So it is a bit of a risk. There's something wrong at the Rabbitohs, and yeah, maybe I think it's it's getting into Sam Burgess. He didn't drop the ball quite so much last week as previous weeks, but yeah, it's it'd be certainly a risk to carry him for the rest of the year, particularly when you consider other options. Ben Barber is also on that list to, to lose over thirty thousand. Um, and we've also got Aidan Tolman, 23,000 there. Um, and Joseph Tarpany, who had those, those big games, or one in particular a few weeks back, now heading back down towards his usual there, losing 22,000. Let's move on to the previews now. Start with Penrith v uh, Souths. Panthers have picked the same 17 that beat Manly two weeks back, so still no Jamie Soward or James Seguiaro. For the Rabbitohs, no Nielsen or Avar or uh, Cialassi Talakai. So Greg Inglis and Aaron Gray are the new centres. Cody Walker's back at fullback. Alex Johnston, the aforementioned on the wing. Tautala Tarsi Tarsi is the other winger, and I practised that about five times before the show, and I still got it wrong, but it was close. Adam Reynolds is back at halfback. Nathan Brown starts. Uh, David Tyrrell on the bench. Patrice Ciolo and Jack Koshevsky, the other bench players. Look, Nathan Cleary, we've talked about him enough on the show already. He's the exciting choice. A big upgrade here. Guys like Cartwright, Mansour, Merrin, they should also do well. We've just mentioned Sam Burgess. Can you trust him? He has rated best. Uh, Cody Walker, again, should do uh, up to his average, which has been very positive at the moment. Uh, Ryan, these Penrith players, they're the key trade-ins this week, and it looks like you could load up on them because of the sweet matchup. Uh, yep. I <laughs> kind of agree with that. Um, when you look at the Panthers um, from... Moylan through to Zelezniak. Um, they've got South have Gray and Tarsi. Um, you know, I'm not sure how experienced or um, or comfortable Gray is with the centre position, um, but they'll definitely want to test them out. And I think Penrith have a lot of speed and a lot of talent in those in that in those backs there. So I think they're probably a good pick. You load up on them, I would say. Knights feed the Dragons. Nathan Ross is back on the left wing. Peter Mataudia returns. Uh, he's at left centre, so Brennan Elliott goes on to the right wing. Robbie Rocker returns via the bench. No Paulie Paulie, Cody Dennis or Jake Mamo. Dragons haven't named Tyson Frizzell. Been interesting, that one. Jacob Host has named at the second row. We still think Frizzell might play. We still think Josh Dugan might play, even though he hasn't been named. Uh, Dunamis Louis on the bench because Tarek Sims is not permitted to play against his old club, 
Nathan Ross gets a big upgrade, but I don't know if you can trust any Knights here. On the flip side, Kurt Mann, you and eight can get massive upticks. Jack DeBellin's also good. Maybe Nightingale. Dugan if he plays. Pete, the Knights give up almost 100 more Supercoach points per game than the second worst team. So can the Dragons, who aren't you know, in that top half, in fact, they're in the bottom quarter for scoring Supercoach points, uh, breathe some life into those um, all-important outputs for for this Well, week. it's now or never, isn't it? Um, as you <laughs> said, these, these outside backs have got a great matchup. Um, particularly Lafay, I thought last week we start to show a little bit of form. So look for those guys to to really um, hammer home the advantage against Newcastle um, on Saturday. Given a dry track up there, I think they can at last put a decent score on a team this year. But yeah, watch as you said, the guys with a big uptick, particularly Aitken and, and Man, uh, to to do well. Aitken's been very impressive, Super Coach was again this year, was last year too. So. There's no harm in, in having him in your lineup. The Sharks and the Warriors. Uh, Sasai Fecky is back, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Jared Beal goes to centre. Ricky Luatelli on the bench. Joseph Paulo, 18th man. The Warriors have named Jacob Lilliman, um, returning to the starting lineup from Origin. We're presuming he will be fit for that. Ben Madalino goes to the bench. And Topiago Sipley goes to an extended six-man bench with Mafo Aita Hingano. I'll tell you what, they're making me work uh, this this week with these <laughs> names. Uh, Valentine Holmes gets the giant upgrade. He's best from the Origin stars, Gallon and Fafita, if they get their usual game time, that is. Ben Barber, Wade Graham, Luke Lewis could also do well. We know Sean Hampton's hampered by a quad injury. He's still best, but it is a tough matchup. Maybe Bodine Thompson is in there. Ryan, I've got to say, the Warriors uh, traditionally do really, really well at this time of year, and they've been winning. They're on a winning streak. Is there an upset brewing? I mean, it, it's got that little bit of smell on the cards, and if so, does it affect the super coach wise um, Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's... Like, Warriors are good at this time of year, but and the Sharks are going to lose one eventually, now, but it ain't going to be this game. Well, I'm going to clip that up for next week, and we're going to roll it if New Zealand get up. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, yeah, pretty much backed them in. Um, yeah, look, all the guys you mentioned before, um, look, I think win or lose, Valentine Holmes is going to have a good game. Um, from the Warriors, Lola here, um, and Solomon Carter. I think could possibly have some decent games, but I, I guess it all depends on the Warriors' forwards. Um, if they play like they did last week against the Roosters, they're going to get thoroughly thrashed. Um, but if they run, if they run straight um, and then go wide um, after after that, mm. um, it should be it should be a decent game. But um, it's it's hard it is hard to pick um, any Warriors like Sean Johnson obviously was hampered last week with an injury. Um, so I'm not sure how he's going to go this week. And as you, you mentioned, Bodine Thompson and um, Ryan Hoffman's probably in that same boat. Um, he's going to have some decent base stats uh, just with the work that he produces. Let's look at the other Saturday night game now. Bulldogs beat the Broncos. Danny Fulalo, the only change in for Tim Brown. Tony Opakic, I hope I pronounced that right, gets a shot at left centre for the depleted Broncos. Sam Thaday's also there on the left edge with no Alex Glenn. Jaden Sewell is back on the bench. Tavita Pangai is still there. Um, James Graham's the obvious choice here. Obviously, Corey Parker is rated highly, but we're worried about the origin. 
um, coming back off origin. Anthony Milford gets a big down tick. Ben Hunt, a smaller one. It's a really tough matchup, Pete. This looks like a game that would be played in the middle third. Is it a stay away game, as particularly in like your fan sports competition? Um, personally, I think so because of the fact that um, there are so many of the Broncos players backing up, and this is, comes back to this ridiculous NRL scheduling of of playing a, a, a really um, high-profile game of Bulldogs in Brisbane three days after an Origin game. Uh, this one was crying out to be the Sunday game or the Monday game to give them a break. But anyway, yeah, I'd be steering away from it. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm a little sceptical about it, who's actually going to play, as I said, given uh, injuries with Origin. And not only that, but Bennett has this thing about, and it's, it's worked previously of, of resting players in the origin period. Let's say, for example, Matt Gillard, if he might come through, he may get a rest. Mm. Um, he was rested uh, the last time, so don't be surprised if this time it's Parker or Thido. Exactly, exactly. It could be Parker or Thido. Um, yeah, or Maguire is starting in origin on Wednesday night. So it's going to be... I, I'm still going to take the Brisbane to win. I think they're going to, I think they're going to beat Canterbury, but um, yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's a fan sports one I'd be staying away from personally. Flip over to Sunday now and a very different story. The Gold Coast and the Raiders play. Greg Bird's back. Ignatius Parsi goes to the bench. So Robert Simpkins is 18th man. Luke Bateman's been named at lock for the Raiders. Shannon Boyd's back at, in the front row. Sia Soliolo, Joseph Tarpany back on the bench. Sean Fenson, 18th man. We may see some more late changes there. Ryan James, a standout choice, but those Raiders outside backs, Rapana, Lalua, Croker, get massive upgrades. So too does Josh Hodgson, one of the best hookers all year, against a team that cannot stop hookers in the Gold Coast. Great fan sports options this game, as opposed to the last one we talked about, Ryan, um, especially those Raiders big scorers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ever, all those guys you mentioned have the chance to really, really go large. Um, and yet, as you mentioned, Ryan from uh, Gold Coast, well, he's going to continue his um, his run and you never know what um, guys like Ash Taylor is going to do. Uh, but yeah, I think that giving those Raiders backs a, backs a shot, um, especially in your daily leagues, fan sports leagues, uh, is probably your smartest, your smartest option um, there because yeah, they're they're all ticked to go to go go really big. <laughs> Let's look at the Storm Tigers now, and this is another game where there's some interesting options. Um, a lot of players named back for the for the Melbourne Storm: Cameron Munster, Blake Green, Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith. No Brodie Croft, no Slade Griffin. Young Tottenham appears, moved to an extended bench. Kenny Bromwich is back on the bench too. Tohu Harris back to his preferred left-edge role. Uh, the Tigers, uh, Josh Adokar, that run is done. He had a very, very poor game two weeks ago. Jordan Rankin back in for him. Um, Robbie Farrow is still on the bench. Uh, Munster gets the massive uptick. If he can play, he's a captain choice. So maybe you're looking at a vice-captain, Captain Loophole there. Um, you know, if you're struggling to put 17 players on the park, as it's a late game, you probably don't want to be holding him as a vice-captain. Um, James Tedesco is the best for the Tigers. Not a great matchup for them in comparison, but guys like Tohu Harris, Jesse Bromwich, Cameron Smith, uh, good choices, Ryan, I guess, or at least we'll know post-origin because um, 
you know, when they when when we know which Melbourne players are going to play, who's going to go large. Yeah, exactly right. It's one of those ones where you just have to wait wait for the wash up of Origin and see um, what, if any, injuries come out of it, um, and also possibly yeah, listening and um, reading our Twitter feed for um, that kind of info because being playing on the Sunday, you never know what um, what's going to happen between um, Origin game time and the Sunday. Uh, yeah, the guys you mentioned, if they play. I mean, there's still a cloud uh, with Munster. You know, you just don't know what's what's going on because last week it was a surprise to just about everyone that he didn't play. Um, you mentioned Tedesco for the Tigers. Um, yep, he's probably going to have a good game regardless of how the game goes. Um, and the other guy, I, uh, yeah, if you're looking for someone else from the Tigers, I don't know, maybe Elijah Taylor. It's there, just yeah, they just doesn't have, they just don't have a good matchup. There's, there's some guys there that could surprise, like a Nafaluma or a Naguama, obviously, and we know those guys can do that. So if you're getting them at the right price on, in your fan sports competition, oh yeah, hundred percent could could be could be considered. But you're probably still erring on your Melbourne wingers. The these two games, these two Sunday games, are you know so enticing fan sports wise. We'll see if they're doing a, a Sunday special. If not, we might um, see if we can get one done up for Supercoach Pros listeners. Um, so make sure you go to that website www.supercoachpros.com and, and look out on our Twitter feeds because uh, we'll try to get something up. I reckon that's going to be a bumper day for um, for your fantasy uh, rugby league. Final game: Cowboys v Manly and. Speaking of uh, fan sports, we love those uh, Monday night ones, so uh, check us out there. We'll be playing those, of course. Uh, North Queensland have named all their origin players, while Manly, they've uh, named Daly Cherry Evans, so that's an interesting one. Apisai Coruscant goes to hooker with no Matt Parcell with that uh, hamstring injury. Um, we've got Matthew Wright named on the wing, but... Braden Williama will play there, so it will either be out of Wright or Lewis Brown, who goes into right centre. Nathan Green returns in the second row. Um, Dylan Walker's at left half. No Peter Godinay. Aidan Fenua-Blake returns on a five-man bench. Martin Tapao moves to prop. Josh Starling on the bench. Some host of changes there. Not a lot of supercoach options, manly-wise. Maybe only Jake Jabrovich, but guys like Thurston, Gavin Cooper, Lachlan Coote are good choices. Um... Tamalolo or Ethan Lowe, Pete. Maybe that some of these origin stars, you talked about Brisbane resting theirs. Maybe um, Paul Green does the same for North Queensland. Whoever does get named, I guess they're the ones we're figuring out who's going to get the big points because it is on here, um, as we saw what Gold Coast did to Manly just last night. Yeah, it looks like this could be anything, this game up there. Um, but, yeah, you'd be looking at the outside backs there for, for big try-scoring numbers. I think we're Steiner. And, and belts in particular, uh, yeah. Like I'd be, I'd be surprised if Michael Morgan doesn't play. And I, I you know, Thurston seems to, to back up pretty consistently as well. Um, but anyone, basically, once again, the Cowboys jersey's looking good. Manly, you know, early in the year we were looking at blokes in these sorts of matchups. You'd be looking at blokes like Brett Stewart, um, who's just gone right off the boil um, the last few weeks. Um, I believe, I think this is his last year. And, um, yeah, it just it's not working well for him at the moment, so I wouldn't be touching him. Uh, so down the other ones you'd be looking at there, as you mentioned, Jake Trevojevic has been an absolute workhorse for Manly. 
And if they give Tom Trebojevic some ball too, he'd be the only other one there I'd be looking at. Yeah, yeah. If he um, is fully fit, as we heard from Pat Lyons earlier yeah. in the show, he's, you know, is a risky proposition right now. Um, let's go to our tweets now. Brad at Brad Fogarty 95 asks Ryan Madison to Nathan Cleary, Josh Adokar to Tedesco. Your thoughts? Ryan, we've already talked about, you know, the wonders of Tedesco and the, um, the fact that Adokar's out. I think that's a bit of a no, no-brainer. Madison to Cleary, it, it seems also like pretty common sense. The Roosters, you know, they, they play in round 18. That's probably the one bonus. But other than that, they're on the downward, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't help but agree with that. Um, yeah, the the round 18 is pretty inconsequential, I would say, compared to um, the players that you're going to get from that from that trade. It's a running theme through these tweets. Um, I am a bit worried about if Tedesco is going to play Origin three. If New South Wales lose, you'd think they'll try to blood him and get him in the lineup somewhere there, but. That aside, uh, let's read Jono's tweet now at Jono Nielsen 06. Uh, overall player Tedesco this week, or wait and see if he makes Origin 3 because of missing round 18. There you go. He has the buy in round 19, or do I take points on offer now? Tedesco has obviously got that poor matchup this round, but then a nice one where he's pred- predicted to go over 80 the round after, and if he played in round 18. 67. So it's a tough one, Jono. Pete, I guess let's look at it from a different perspective. Do you think that the Blues are going to pick Tedesco in Game 3, considering we're all agreed they're not going to win Game 2? Yeah. I don't uh, necessarily think they'll pick him anyway. Um, I'm a little bit over trying to read the minds of New South Wales selectors. Um, You've also got to remember that the other the other factor there is a Josh Dugan factor in that he was the uh, originally selected in the team, um, albeit in the centres in the first game. So he's a, possibly another another hurdle, if you like, that uh, Tedesco would have to get over to put in the team. Um, and they seem to be quite reluctant to to pick particularly good attacking players. And so I think that um, I, I very much doubt that they blood Tedesco in game three. I think they they'd leave him till next year, personally, and so, therefore, I would be uh, bringing him in. It's a good point you make, and I guess it, it, it's a critical decision for you, Jono, because of that. Uh, Ryan, I will open it to you, too. Do you, do you agree with Pete? Because I, I, can't, I tend, to, tend to think he's on, he's on the right track. Yeah, look, it's hard. To, it is hard. Like, yeah, if they lose game two... Uh, do they put him in? I mean, what if they lose game two, but Moylan has an amazing game? Do they still put him in? It's Moylan's going to play. Moylan will be in that 17. The ideal 17 is Moylan on the bench instead of Dylan Walker. Like, if you go back to game one's team where they picked him, that, it makes a lot more sense that Moylan can come on to help change a game that's not going the right way. Yep. So... Whether they want Dugan, whether Dugan goes back to right centre because, you know, they're makeshift right centre anyway. That was for both game one and now game two. That's They could go to Desco fullback, Dugan right centre, Moylan bench, Walker out, Bird out. Yep, it could absolutely go that way. I'm not that sure that they're that adventurous, to be honest. 
given their previous uh, form on the board in terms of uh, that kind of thing. So I would say they probably won't pick Tedesco, even if they should. Mm. And Jono... Yeah, that, we, I would say take the points that are on offer. Take them on offer because... And the other issue you've got, we're, we're predicting this a day before origin. You don't need to do that because you only need to make your decision before 7.30 Friday. So <laughs> exactly. you've got that up your sleeve, but um, we're kind of leaning towards, yes. Let's keep going with these tweets now, and you'll see this theme I was talking about. Drew Johnson asks, want Teddy but need to sell Aitken. To get him, do I pull the trigger considering... Aitken's playing the Knights this week. Teddy is in origin chance, which we've already answered, after the massive Queensland win. Now, what I've done, I've gone through the predicted the scores for both Tedesco and Aitken. Aitken's 66 compared to Tedesco's 59 this week. So in that regard, maybe you're better um, holding on one more week. But then it really changes. 54 in round 17 for Aitken compared to 81 for Tedesco, round 18. Aitken doesn't play anyway, so you don't get a big benefit out of uh, whether Tedesco plays. If he's playing Origin, you still haven't missed out. In that regard, uh, round 19, Aitken's a mediocre match-up, 56. And then you see scores like 50 compared to Tedesco's 64, 59 compared to Tedesco's 58, 44 compared to Tedesco's 53, 49 compared to Tedesco's 78. 48 compared to Tedesco's 81. I, I, I think you get the trend there. So, yes, they are playing the Knights this week. Yeah. I don't know if it matters that much at this point. Um, mind you, Aitken's been a solid Supercoach contributor, so, you know, um, that you've got that on your side. But I think if, you, if you're aiming at Tedesco, you, I don't see a problem, as we've already said, bringing him in straight away. Um Josh asks at Josh underscore H underscore double O three. Can you rank Harris, Tedesco and Leilua for the run home? I'd like all three, but can only get two, one this week and one round 19 to 20. We've already read out Tedesco's for you. Now, Tohu Harris plays so many different positions. This predictor is going to be hard to sort of nail him down on, but let's say he stays on that left edge. 71 in round 16, 67 in round 17, 69 in round 19, has the buy in round 18, 62 in round 20, 73 in round 21, and a couple more 60s, and another nice 71 in round 24 before tailing off a little bit last two rounds. Leilua, 78 this round, 99 next round. He's got that big upside to him. 66 in round 18. Raiders playing that round helps you. Not playing round 19. Then 76, 74, 63, 57, 68, 74, and 66. Um, Pete, what are you thinking there? Tedesco's probably got the injury history. Harris is playing different positions. Um, do you start with Leilua and then wait and see on, on which other one? Yeah, I, I think that's the way to go, guys. Um, with, yeah, Ryan, ha- uh, sorry, Tohu Harris's, um, yeah, reverted to cricket there just for a second. Uh, Tohu <laughs> Harris, uh, yeah, his versatility kills him. Isn't it a strange old game? Um, his, his versatility is such that you, you don't know sometimes from week to week which position he's going to be playing. As we know, if he's playing at five eighths, yeah, it's it's somewhat decreased. And uh, yeah, Leilua has been just dynamic this year. And you do say that the injuries to Tedesco, it's a bit of a, it's like 
I think that Leilua is the best solid option of the three. Like Tedesco, he may outscore him, but I think I'd be going with Leilua yet and seeing how he goes. I yeah. think Canberra going to be on the improve again too. We mentioned it a couple of weeks ago about how the Raiders, you know, their matchups uh, or their, the teams they're playing, everything's just working out in their favour. You know, the teams they've got to play against, you know, aren't going the best and they just continue to look like, you know, they've got favourable matchups. That does it for the show. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. Write us these questions. We're happy to, to answer them for you. And uh, at Supercoach Pros. Give us a like on Facebook too. We're on Facebook. Ryan MS, thank you very much for tonight. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, no worries, mate. And Peter Hanscom, thank you very much also. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure as always. Enjoy Origin and, of course, Andrew Mollinaroli not with us this week. Uh, He's having a little bit of a sabbatical, so hopefully hear from him after a couple of weeks' break. But uh, I am Paulie G. Of course, we'll be back with you next week here on the podcast, the Roundtable podcast. And don't forget to visit the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Not only for these podcasts, but also for the recaps and the previews and the links to Pat Lyons, Could You Bay Health and Injury Care, and, of course, our fan sports, our great fan sports competitions. Bye now.